Welcome to 12-Minute Talks, where important information is shared in a short time period. Learn from other business owners, entrepreneurs, and experts about what they do to help you find solutions to everyday topics in 12 minutes or less. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the 12-Minute Talks podcast. Um, If you're in sales, this is definitely an episode you're going to want to listen to. We have with us today Mark Evans. He might be the most enthusiastic person you'll ever meet. His love of sales, life, and playbooks is infectious. He's actually the chief playbook creator at Sales Kit, where he helps entrepreneurs and growing teams take their cluttered sales process and turn it into a scalable sales playbook. Um, As being in sales myself, I know sometimes we have things all over the place, so this is definitely going to be a, a great episode. Mark, thank you so much for being on today. Lorena, I'm so pumped to be here. Thank you for having me on. Definitely. So let's go ahead and before we get into every every little detail about how your business helps um, people in sales and entrepreneurs, um, why don't you give us a little bit of background on how you got started in this industry? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So I've always been in sales. My parents owned a business when I was younger. So I'd always been around business. I'd always been around sales. And I had a corporate career, which was pretty successful. One of the last companies I worked for, we helped grow from about five salespeople to 75 salespeople in the span of just a a little shy of like 16 months, I want to say. And during that experience and during that exposure, I started to see some gaps really with a lot of fast growing companies. And that was that these these companies didn't necessarily have like a sales playbook, a sales source of truth. So as they were onboarding and training and ongoing and conducting ongoing training, they had to rely on Google Docs or they had to rely on really expensive enterprise learning management systems that just didn't quite solve the problems that I saw a lot of small and medium businesses uh, suffer from, from having their sales information scattered throughout their entire organization. So we decided to do something about it and that's how sales Sales Kit was formed to really create a single source of truth for your entire sales team, really create a second brain for that sales team that they can access, share, and search. Yeah, I, I've been in business for myself about 15 years, but you know, I've before that I also had little part-time jobs here and there, right? Yeah. And definitely onboarding was always an issue. Like, oh, where do I get this? Where do I get that? Yeah. And that just takes up a lot of time, right? Mm-hmm. So this seems like, like a good way of having everything in one place, it seems. Um, so who who is your target audience, would you say, for sales? Is it just business owners and salespeople or do you have a niche in particular? Yeah, we're really focused on sales teams. So that's really who uses our platform the most. Traditionally, it's an entrepreneur that is starting to scale their business, right? Maybe they're also managing a sales team and they realize the couple salespeople that they currently have either need to get better or we need to hire more salespeople. So typically that's when we see um, entrepreneurs engage with our platform. We also work with several companies where it's the sales leader, it's the sales manager who's sick and tired of getting numerous Slack messages or emails every single day saying, hey, how do I log a deal in in our CRM or how do I do this particular function? That's really, once they get overwhelmed with that, once they're up to their eyeballs and messages and emails and retraining their sales team, that's when they usually reach out and look for a platform like SalesKit. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. And so you brought up um, Slack and that was a question I had because I went to your website and you guys have a great demo that shows like, you know, 
Outlook and Slack and like all these different um, systems that companies use and how through sales kit, they can combine that into one place. But what, why would a business use like maybe instead of Slack, like you mentioned, or like Google Drive, where you can actually store documents, right? And maybe make that like an onboarding. What makes um, sales kit so different? Yeah, that's a really great question. So if you're a company, I'm not saying that you should stop using Slack. You should definitely still use Slack for that uh, asynchronous communication to get your answers. But if you're an organization that's starting to add more salespeople, once we get over, and we've seen this consistently with our prospects as well as with our clients, that once a, a sales team goes from uh, like zero to three people, things start to get really messy, specifically in a Google Drive or in Dropbox or in a Microsoft Teams account because individuals then start replicating uh, documents or they start creating their own, you know, ways of, uh, they start, you know, creating their own documents or they start creating their own pitch. And that really starts to get messy and those, those documents start adding up, right? And so that's where that clutter comes from, where one, at one point you thought like, well, this is just how we are talking about our messaging, or this is one way how we're talking about our product or service. But you realize that people are going off the script, right? Because they've saved it locally or it hasn't been updated in a really long time. So companies that are experiencing that issue of not really sure how their sales team is actually selling the product or when it comes to onboarding a salesperson saying, well, gosh, I don't even know what's free, like what's actually being used or what's been updated recently. That's where organizations have really found sales kit helpful so that it's all in one area. All the content is locked as well. So you don't have individuals going in and being like, well, you know, I really don't like how we say this word. Uh, they don't have the ability to do that. They can leave comments and suggestions, but all those documents are protected so that really that sales leader or that entrepreneur still has um, that involvement in the sales process. Yeah, I think that's really important to have what you just mentioned, being able to lock those documents so that people don't come in and start changing things, you know, like yeah. I always think of like that uh, flight attendant, uh, I think it was like American Airlines that when he quit his job, he like opened the emergency exit and like went down the slide, yeah. you know? So don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. So like imagine for like a sales business, somebody gets upset because they know maybe this might be their last day and they decide, you know what? I'm going to go in there and change everything, delete yeah. stuff, right? So so I think um, that's definitely great to have that, like, almost like a password protection, but not really, but, like, um, to have your documents not be played around with, you know? Yes. Um, that, that's fantastic. And so um, I lost my train of thought. Give me a moment here. Um Okay, so so Mark, you explained very well why SalesKit is so different from Slack and all the other systems. And as you mentioned, it's not to say don't use that. Mm -hmm. um, and so, is this something people can use on their phones, on the on a website, on their computers? How how would somebody have access? to these systems. Yeah, so our software is on the cloud. So that means that they have to go to a specific website to log in, which means that they can access it really from anywhere. At this time, most of our clients are using it for their inside sales team. So really we just, uh, they log into it from a desktop computer traditionally, and then are able to access everything from their sales kit in the future. And we're excited that we'll soon be announcing when we'll be launching uh, both mobile editions for sales kit as well. But that's kind of in the works right now. And I don't want to talk too much about it, but right now, <laughs> most of the time, uh, we have clients that are logging in from their desktop computer and using it that way. 
Okay, perfect. And it works for both uh, Mac and Windows. I know people have issues with that. Yeah, yeah well, it's, it's a browser. Def so yes, of course, definitely. Awesome. And, and so Mark, um, we already talked about what makes it a little bit different here. Um, how long have you guys been in business? Is this something new that you're starting? Yeah. So I, my journey started about two, almost three years now as a sales consultant and as a sales trainer. I started working with organizations to really start building out a sales playbook, build out a source of truth for them. Uh, and I was delivering that product in a Word format or in a PDF format. And that's really when I started to see how organizations can get bogged down with sales clutter. So last year, last March, so March of 2020, um, worked with a software development firm to really start prototyping typing what a software solution could be to solve this problem. We spent the next three months building it and then also taking it to market to test on uh, potential customers and prospects and things like that, getting a lot of really great feedback. Uh, and then we started building. And so we officially launched in December uh, of 2020 and we've had a great run so far. We've been adding prospects and clients and it's really exciting in these early days of the application is um, our clients are really investing in the application as well. So we get a ton of really great feedback and we're very quickly iterating on the product as well. Um, so it, that's really been fun to see the application morph and change due to our customers' feedback. Yeah, that, I think for a, a SaaS company, that's um, really important to get feedback and then implement what the users really need more so than maybe what was the original idea right, to improve upon. Oh, and I'm yeah, sure they I, have tons of feedback. <laughs> yeah, and I had tons of ideas that we just threw in the trash can immediately once we talked to our actual users. So uh, just more to uh, more proof that talking to your actual customers can be really, really important, really helpful. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And so, Mark, um, and I think this is great, even with the pandemic and everything going on, a lot of people are obviously working from home. So this is a great way for, like, small businesses, let's say, to have control over their sales team and, you know, just maybe even standard operating procedures um, for their business. Um, and yeah, and so Mark, how can somebody listening to this or watching the video um, get a hold of, of sales kit? Yeah, so great way to do so is to go to our website. That's www.getsaleskit.com. On there, there's going to be an opportunity for a free trial as well. Um, or you can also email me and mention that you saw this episode. Uh, and we'll change that from just a 14-day trial to a 30-day trial. And we'll add some extra bonuses in as well to help you build your sales playbook if you have one. Or to get you started on our done-for-you templates uh, if you don't have a sales playbook currently to help get you started. Fantastic. Um, and like always, we will have um, Mark's contact info right there. So anybody listening, um, watching, I'm sorry, can easily mm -hmm. just send him an email. And that's great. I appreciate the, the extended offer for the free trial for those listening or watching uh, your episode. Yeah, of course. Um, great. And I just wanted to quickly introduce myself for those of you that don't know who I am. My name's Lorena Tomasini, and I'm the owner of Mom life and health insurance agency where together with my mom we help other businesses and families with their financial protection needs and mark um it's been great having you today on the on the 12 minute talks podcast we're almost wrapping up here but i do have a random question for you um what would you say is is a good productivity tip besides obviously having all your documents in, in good order with your uh software 
Yeah, that's a great one. Um, so my favorite tip right here would be this. If you can see it, this is a Secura 60 minute timer. Um, I get really easily distracted. So what's really helpful is by taking this timer, setting it to 50 minutes or 25 minutes. And then during that time, I'm only working on my most important task of that hour. So this little timer has been just a godsend. Once the timer goes off, I get up, I take a little walk, I'll get a drink, I'll make myself an espresso or something like that. Um, but that focus during that time, once that red is on there, I just focus on that task for 50 minutes. And that's been a really good one for me. Fantastic. Yeah, that, that's like using the Pomodoro technique, yeah. but with something physical. Yep. Um, I use that too. I use it with this website called FocusMate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's like the similar, you're like on a video chat with somebody for 15 minutes to create some type of external accountability. But I love that with a physical um, watch or clock, I guess. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's awesome. worked well for me and hopefully your users and viewers, uh, it, will, it will work for them too. Fantastic. So Mark, um, is there anything else you would like to add? No, this is great to everybody. Thanks so much for watching this episode. And Lorena, thanks so much for the opportunity. Thank you. It was valuable information. Thank you for listening to this podcast and hope you will listen to the next one. I'm Lorena Tomasini and you can contact me via email life at malmins.com. Make it a great day.